Hey everyone, and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm Nicole Kimanjian. I'm here with Cody Richard and the host of this show, Jeff Rappaport. This is episode 244, and today we're going to go over part five of how to determine when and how to write creative financing offers. While listening to this episode, if you guys have questions, please head over to the Creative Financing Podcast Facebook group. If you're not part of the community, just search the Creative Financing Podcast in Facebook and ask to join. There will be a live session on the second Thursday of every month, so bring your questions. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can ask your questions in the comments below. Lastly, we want to thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast with your friends. All right. Uh, hopefully, you have enjoyed the... What what part are we on? Is this five? Five. Uh, five. So we've had four other parts. I, I really feel like this is kind of like a mini educational training on how to look at leads and structure offers. So um, now we're going to look at it from Nicole's perspective and see what she can do with some with a lead. So let's share this. And it's free 99. So enjoy all that. <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> all right. You guys can see my screen. Yep. All right. Yep. So Nicole, here is your example. Okay. It's a single family home, four bed, two and a half bath. Uh, it's you know, built in 97, 2,400 square feet. It's a vacant house. It's got an HOA, but a small payment. Taxes are hefty. Um, uh, it's free and clear. So you got lots of options you can create. I did this to. This is a real lead, by the way. Um, is this and, in Texas with those taxes? Yeah, you, you, <laughs> may, may, maybe you've seen this before. Um, uh, the roof's like seven years old. The windows are six years old. So they've done some updating, um, but it's not it's not retailish. It's it's nice, uh, certainly livable, um, but they're not going to get top dollar for it today. Okay. Um, Here's what's really interesting about this lead is that when I looked at some comps, this property would probably sell for around $400,000 like four months ago. And they have it uh, for sale by owner for three forty dollars now. And so I think the ARV is probably three twenty-five to three fifty dollars right now, somewhere in there. And um, the rent comps are good. Um, and yes, it is in Texas. Uh, so well, we've got 2,100 to 2,400, okay? So what I am hoping to do here is I don't want to write a cash offer, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Because it, here is my thought process, right? That let's say that it's worth 350. They're asking 340. Um, I think they were asking 350 and they've dropped it 10 grand, Um to get it to where we would need to pay cash really is going to be a steep discount, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we would have to come in at least 20% less, um, you know, basically another 80 to 100,000 below their ask price, okay? Insulting, yeah. really, in yeah. this case, right? Um, and there's no reason to try to do a short-term finance because we're not going to shave much off of that, right? So mm-hmm. um, I don't think those are viable 
options. So one of the things I want to start with, Nicole, is I want to know what you see as potential exit strategies. Um, well, based off of like the numbers that I've seen so far, I would think that we could stay in the middle with this one. Well, first, first of all, let, how about we just go through them and you tell me if you think that it's a possibility. Okay. okay. Yeah. How about rehab? Mm, I don't, I, I don't think so. Just we, because. We, I, I think we just eliminated it, right? Because we don't want yeah. to come. They're, they're asking basically close to what it's worth. And for us to get it where it would make sense would probably be $100,000 less, right? Right. Okay. So what about whole tail? Um, yeah, that's a possibility, uh, depending on, I mean, it didn't seem like it needed much work. So, uh, once you do like the due diligence, if it isn't, if it makes sense, we could possibly hotel. What do you think, Cody? The only reason I think no, I think the logic was on there, but the asking price is too much. Uh, if it's worth 340 and they're asking 340, there's not enough room to come in, clean it up and then mark it up. And to me, that there's no way that you would wholetail, and I wouldn't even do it at 80% loan-to-value right now. Um, I'd probably want it more at 70 to 75. But so think about it this way, Nicole. If this house is, let, let's use a nice round number, 350, okay? And uh, we, we needed to come in at 70% loan-to-value. We would have mm -hmm. to ask, uh, we, we would have to be at like 245. Okay. Yeah. What, what is that right? Yeah, 245. Um I, I'm not saying you couldn't make that offer. You certainly could. But what what are the true chances um of that actually happening? Slim to none. That's a that's still like a steep discount yeah, yeah, from what I, they're wanting. I I totally agree. And so in my mind, I say no. Cody, you would agree? It sounded like. Yeah, yeah. What about um, typical wholesale? Uh, when I say typical, you know, cash, right? Um, probably not. Well, it, it, uh, we we certainly know if we can't do it for wholesale and rehab, we can't. We got to buy it even cheaper for wholesale right so, yeah like there's no room for us to add a wholesale fee even to what they're no, asking we, we, we'd be below the 245 that we, we had to offer for the whole tail so yeah um all right let's back up i just want to go back to um what our exit strategies are so we have the wholesale we got the retail we got the whole tail so rent, burr, and sell on terms. Okay, so could we rent it? Possibly. I mean, the rent seemed pretty strong, like the 2100 to, what was it, 24 or something? Yep, and they will do, uh, they're open to terms, So mm -hmm. and it's free and clear, so we don't have any underlying debt to get in the way, right? So, yeah, um, yeah definitely possible and this could be both 
short term or long term, right? Yeah, I guess the only concern uh, maybe would be like because it has an HOA. I don't remember the exact price of that and the taxes are kind of high, but it could still possibly have a good cash flow. Well, but we're, we're going to make an offer for what that payment will be. It's just whether we're able to structure it where we can give the seller enough money and still provide enough cash flow right so mm -hmm. um but at least on the surface yeah it's a possibility would you yeah, agree, Cody? I, think, I think to your point yeah i would agree and from your point it's just to look at these and think is it possible you may run the numbers on a rental and decide okay that doesn't work at all <clears throat> but right. is it worth my time to even look at that option what this a good perspective on what this is well, I, let's look at this for a second. If if you're looking at a property that's worth, you know, that someone's asking three forty, and you can rent it for let's say twenty one hundred, and it was only cash, would that excite you? It would not excite me. Um, uh, and to me, I, I I don't know if these numbers would work, but they'd be tight. Um, uh, it wouldn't. But if because there are terms, now all of a sudden, hey, the payment doesn't need to be, you know, at seven and a half percent interest rate that you would get at the bank, um, we might be able to make that significantly less. So that's why this is still a possibility. All right. So what about the Burr strategy? I would say no. Uh, just because we already ruled out rehab. It's basically that there's not enough equity position, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's several, this rehab, wholesale, wholesale, and Burr are all based on an equity position. And this is not an equity position property, right? Um, they're mm -hmm. basically asking what it's worth. And you're going to see more and more of this um, as opposed to, to what we have been seeing, which is, hey, we want what it's we want more than what it's worth, right? So, um, but at this point, seriously, this property probably would have sold for four hundred thousand dollars like four months ago. Um, uh, there were some pretty strong comps. Um, all right, and in the middle, is this the owner occupant? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I, when I include this one, I, I personally think that this should be staying in the middle or potentially just wholesaling it to an owner occupant, which would be I should I can, you know, try to negotiate good terms, but a, a smaller down payment. And then I go find the owner occupant and I just pass on all the terms and I increase the down payment and I increase the price I get paid I'm done okay what yes. do you think Nicole yes yes no? for sure yes okay so basically we start with these two right it's either a mm -hmm. rental in some way or another or we're dealing with an owner occupant in some way or another okay I created something <laughs> I didn't need to because I already did it all right, so well, let, let's talk about. Um, and we just did this, right? We we just eliminated cash. We just eliminated lot 
short-term finance, but what about long-term financing? Do you think that there's some stuff that we can do? And long-term could be three years, five years, or it could be 10, 15 years. Um, you know, it's uh, when I say longer term, it's longer than my short term, which is, you know, six months to 24 months. Um, do you think that that's something, you know, this is a free and clear property. We don't need equity, right? So, yeah. um, so we could create offers this way. You agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. What about subordination? Uh, from what I understand about subordination, uh, yes. Yes. And uh, what I hope you understand about subordination is we are going to borrow some money against the property as a mm-hmm. down payment, give it to the seller, and then give the seller a, a note and trustee in second position for the balance of their equity. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about creating some offers. So um, what I want you to do is figure out what, where do we want to go from here with the information that we have? What, what do we need to, how, how do we, how do we start? Um, well, we kind of already have like the price that they want. So, um, that's kind of already a given, right? I guess 340. Mm-hmm. And then we need to decide on a down payment. Uh, even though you, you've mentioned in the previous episode that price is probably like the last thing, but it's information that we have. So a down payment, um, that is probably, I don't know, 5% of that 340. What, 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 what are you trying to accomplish is probably a better question for me to ask you is you, you, now you're telling me stuff that, Hey, I like, right. That, right. That I like to do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm more curious of why do you, what, what are we trying to do um are we going to are we going to try to buy this as a rental and hold it are we going to try to wholesale it um to an owner occupant or are we going to try to create terms and stay in the middle um are we open to all of them um i'm asking you and there's not a right or wrong answer to this it's going to give you some direction and uh, you could say yeah i'm open to all three um Mm -hmm. or no uh, i'm only open to this one or that one so um well for this i guess first offer um we can see how it does as a rental uh and then i would also want to see if i can stay in the middle okay so how would we look at it as well i guess that would kind of it would be easier to it would be better and be true passive income if we just stayed in the middle rather right. than being a rental. It's kind of like the same thing almost, but you don't have to deal with the tenants. It is not the same thing. <laughs> 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 so as the rental, you know, we're a landlord, right? And right. you will continue to pay the taxes, the insurance, the HOA, any maintenance, any repairs, possibly some utilities and 
Uh, but you own the property, you also get the tax benefits. If mm -hmm. we are staying in the middle, that means that we are buying it and then we are reselling it. Um, we are no longer the owner. We don't pay the taxes, the insurance. We also don't get the depreciation anymore. Um, right. Uh, we have a taxable event. And um, uh, yes, it is true passive income, but you give up something to get something else. And basically mm -hmm. both scenarios. So I don't really care which one you choose. Um, but ultimately, this is what you're trying to do is figure out how am I going to construct these offers and what, what are my best chances of getting one of them accepted? And then what would I do with it? Right. How can I yeah. monetize it? So, so do you want to, do you want to maybe, maybe coming from a different perspective, it would help Nicole. How would, how would you try to describe where to go from here? Yeah, so what I would recommend is trying to figure out a way that you can play with the numbers and then at the end of that, be able to have something tangible of, okay, this is a feasible offer to this seller and then figuring out if it works for the seller. So by the time you have the offer written, you want to know if it works for you and if it works for the seller. Which well, seems kind of daunting, right? I mean, <laughs> how, how do you... How do you figure out, you know, I got to figure out a way that it's going to work for them and for me. And if I'm going to wholesale it, then for a buyer. Um, and it's like, uh, that's a lot to try to figure out. So what do we do from here? Um, so I guess going back a little bit, realistically, I uh, I wouldn't want this for me personally as a rental. Um, I would on something like this. I would want to stay in the middle or try to sell it to an owner occupant. Okay. Um. All right. So we're we're gonna sell it to an owner occupant. Let's say. Okay. Okay. So if we're going to do that, um. We'll, and we want to stay in the middle. Is that what I heard you say? You want to yeah. stay in the Okay. So where do we start? Let's start with price. What's going to be the price that we're going to pay? Well, I, we Actually, would... Let's not even start there. Um, why, why don't <laughs> we... And I, I'm going to let Cody... Let I'm going to let you share your screen... Because sure. you have access to a calculator that everyone can see. And I just tried to pull one up and it did not work for me. <laughs> um, so why don't you pull up a calculator and let's just play with some numbers. Okay. And I think, I think Nicole, you can definitely do this. Um, I think it'd be helpful to list out all the variables as well. Like mm -hmm. purchase price, down payment, monthly payment, interest rate, term. Yeah. And then you can tinker around with those. Um, but yeah, where, where do you want to go here? So, Nicole, that, so we know that a purchase price is going to be around 340 right? Mm -hmm. um, that's yeah. about what the property is worth. And I probably should have told you this, that they said 
also that uh, the lowest that they're going is 330 and that's what they wanted cash 330 mm -hmm. cash so um more than likely you're not getting it much lower than 330 um mm -hmm. and i don't even know if you would get it that low so you don't have a lot of variance in terms of price right mm -hmm. so um so let, let's just i just want to kind of see where we would be in a range okay so let's just take 340 right what they're asking what we think it's worth um is 340 and we are and we're going to calculate that there'll be a down payment right mm -hmm. so let's take 15,000 okay so we're we're going to finance 325 okay and uh, let, let's hey what would someone be able to go to the bank and get a loan for right now let, let's say best case scenario 6.75% that is my best. I, I think you really have to have good credit to get even get that rate right now um, on a 30-year loan, right? So let's see what the payment would be. Okay, $2,100. Let's see what it would be at 7%. Twenty-one sixty-two. Okay, that didn't change much. Okay. Um, and let's see what it would be at like 5%. 1744. Okay. So basically between five and 7%, we're looking at 1750 to 2150, right? Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So if we were going to look at this as a rental, Nicole, did, what what would you try to do right away? Um, try to get the payment at like when I'm structuring the term to be at that seventeen hundred. No, but you're you're on the right you're on the right path. What I would do is try to work backwards, right? So mm -hmm. I would take that rent of let's say twenty one, twenty two, you know, twenty two fifty somewhere in there. And I would start pulling out all my expenses, right? Taxes. Right. Uh, I'll probably have to estimate insurance. Um, you know, maybe there's some maintenance, maybe there's some repairs and management and whatever, right? And then I'm going to be left with my NOI. And then I'm going to figure out, hey, how much money do I want as cash flow or do I need to leave for, you know, my buyer? And uh, we've talked about this. I think we did not too many episodes ago that I said, hey, if I can't generate at least $350 a month cash flow for me, it's kind of a waste. And uh, so I, I'd want a minimum of $350, maybe $400 cash flow. And then, hey, do we have a realistic enough amount of money left over? to offer that to the seller in some form of debt service, right? So mm -hmm. immediately, if I wanted to look at a rental, that's the direction I would go in, okay? So uh, finding the NOI. What's that? Yeah, figure out, you know, figure out the rents, figure out all the expenses, 
figure out your NOI. Then that'll kind of tell you, hey, I can't pay more than this a month to make this deal mm-hmm. kind of work. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but we're going to go a different direction. All right, Cody, let's uh, let me go back and I'll share. Okay. And we're going to just try to work on making one offer and then we'll, we'll create uh, another episode. And we'll do one more offer. All right. So here are our variables, right? Um, So purchase price, interest rate, down payment, term, yes, and monthly payment. Okay, so for now, let's say the purchase price is three forty. Now, where do we want to go? Um. Well, we said the down payment would be next. Okay. And uh, with the numbers that we worked out, it was 15000 What numbers that were worked out? Well, I meant like <laughs> when we were doing the calculation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and right now, right now we are just experimenting, right? We're, right. We're, we're just seeing how numbers kind of look. Okay. Yeah, but, and yeah. I think just to just to confirm, yeah, down payment is a very good logical next step. Yeah. What kind of interest do we want to offer? Um I mean, well, we don't want it to be what they can go to the what we can go to get at the bank. So um I don't know, four percent. So, Cody, without switching back and forth, which will just make me like seasick, <laughs> right? Because um, hopefully everyone saw your calculator. Yeah. And I'm just entering in my own. So, 340,000 minus 15 is 325,000 present no, value. Present value, yep. 4% interest, 360 months is my N. And my payment is 15, 1551. Oh, that was cool. So same time. We should count it in there. <laughs> okay, that's principal and interest. Okay. And what kind of term would you look at? Um well, a short term we said didn't make sense, meaning like uh you know, anything less than five years. Um so, so I guess were, just go ahead. I was going to say, if you were writing the offer, what would you feel comfortable with? Of just a starting point, and we can always. Pivot. Oh, um, uh, seven. Let's say. All right, seven. Okay. Is that your lucky number? Yeah, I mean, I my birthday <laughs> is on the seventh. So <laughs> like, I mean, we're just messing numbers right at this point, right? Does it matter? <laughs> we, we are. We're just playing with numbers right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, in seven years, that is actually eighty-four months, right? So, what would be the next step after that, Nicole? Now that you have all these variables, what would you want to try to find out? Um, 
Well, I mean, Jeff kind of has it on there, the blue. He's giving you good help. Balloon payment. Good, good answer. Good answer. So all we did to get this balloon payment is we left everything in our calculator that we already figured out, and then we just took seven times twelve. That's eighty-four months. Put it in as n, and then solve for FV future value. Okay. So that's now our balloon payment. Okay, so th there's something I want you to, to look at here, Nicole, is, um, hey, if the purchase price is around 340 and we mm -hmm. end up at 280 um, that is about, it's not even 80%, right? Um, mm -hmm. uh, is it? No, it's not even quite 80%. So... Why 80% is kind of crucial, at least in in our world, is one, if this was a rental, uh, that that's where, you know, that would be their down payment. So anything below 80% loan to value means they could like burr, you know, refinance. If this property doesn't appreciate in the next seven years, that mm -hmm. refinancing it could be more difficult. In this case, for an owner-occupant, they're probably refinancing and probably still going to have mortgage insurance. So um, so one of the things now, would this probably appreciate from 340 in seven years? Yeah, probably would. We'd probably be okay. But um, that is one of the things that I would look at, right? Is like, where do we end up here? Okay. Now, granted, mm -hmm. the down payment is pretty low and... Um, you know, could we offer a little more to get this down? Yes. Could we offer a little less interest? Yes. Um, could we offer a hybrid interest rate? Yes. We, we could do any number of different things to try to get this number down, right? Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. Uh, and the easiest thing is what? To lengthen the term. There you go. Excellent. Um, so uh what what do you so we, we just kind of guessed on here, right? Like we, we just took some numbers and um would this do you think uh, when we're looking at it as far as the seller goes, do you think the seller might be open to this? Um I mean, maybe he is getting his purchase price. Uh, yep. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, the down payment might be an issue because it's fifteen thousand. Right. Yeah. Okay. So well, I'm not a hundred percent positive. So, do you think that there's a way that we can fix some of this to make it more enticing for the seller? Now, do we see why it's so important that if we got Hey, what kind of, you know, hey, I assume that you would take little to no down payment. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that now we would have, we would know what they're open to, right? Right now, right. we don't know what they're open to. Mm -hmm. And just as if we had asked them about the term, uh, we'd know what they were open to rather than just guessing. And that we're, we're basically offering what we want to offer, right? We don't know yeah. that we're solving any issue for the seller. And sometimes that's the way it goes. Um, so, uh, 
but the more information, the better. So, um, so really what I want to do is say, all right, it, would you change anything here to try to make this a little more enticing or would you leave this and just make another offer? Um, I would maybe when I say make another offer, multiple offers, right? So I, I would probably do another offer. Okay. <laughs> and that's fine. Um, that, yeah, you know, th these are decisions that that every investor has to make, right? That uh, yeah, you know, could this work? Certainly, this could work. Um, could I offer more interest? Yeah, probably could. Uh, could I offer a little higher price? Yep, probably could. Um, could I offer? I, I don't really want to go shorter term, but I could offer a longer term. Um, yep, there's one other thing that I'd want. The seller to know and that is hey what are you gonna net right so that's right um you know so if you have 1551 payments they're getting all of that right they put that in their pocket every single month for 84 mm -hmm. months that equals 130,284 plus hey they're gonna get that full balloon payment at the end of 84 months so Two hundred and seventy nine thousand six ninety three, plus they get that down payment up front. So now they net four hundred and twenty four thousand nine seventy seven over seven years. So they were offering. They were. They're asking three forty if they're willing to do this they make an extra 80 almost eighty five thousand dollars for staying in it for a while that might be yeah. enticing yeah and um you only calculate net when it's a free and clear property right yeah though but i i do it exactly the same way except that if there was any underlying debt i would just call it gross oh okay um <clears throat> well i mean that is a decent amount of net, but maybe like the term can go to 10 and then see what they would net over over that. And that might be even more. Oh, it'll enticing. absolutely be more. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you're going to make another offer, if you're mm -hmm. making one at 10 years, where's the second one go? Is it going to oh, be 15 or 20 years? Probably. Well, yeah, I don't I don't know that people take 20 years, but maybe 15. <laughs> so maybe it'd be good to leave this one at seven and make the mm -hmm. next one more at you know 12 to 15 years um if that makes sense yeah, uh, yeah. okay so why don't we do this but why don't we leave this as one of the options okay okay and then we're gonna go to a new episode we're gonna work on a second offer and then i'm gonna get cody's um feedback on you know hey where where would he have come in and we'll see maybe we'll have time and i'll even tell you where i probably would have come in okay sounds good all right well um stay tuned this is getting good so uh go out and create some terms mm -hmm.